This is One in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 54 is a weekly show devoted to topics related to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to One in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And this morning I'm speaking with Jamil Owen, who is uh, out in Pennsylvania. Um, and you are the host of the awesome show. Yes. You're a dad, you're an advocate, you're an author probably many other things. Um, and I'm really thrilled to have you on the show today and hear your story and uh, hopefully touch on all the different aspects of, of what you do and uh, and the really important reasons as to why you do it. Thanks. So, Jamil, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm blessed. Great morning to everybody. Um, 2021, 2020 was a, a eye-opening year. So um, I'm very thankful, very blessed, as I said, to be here and, um, you know, to be able to share my experiences, uh, my pains, uh, my triumphs, um, as well as a painting you a picture of what and who my son Shane is and, and what he has done for me uh, as a man, as a father, and also as a, uh, a person within his own community and the autism community. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just grateful to be here. That's great. Um, I want to ask you a question, which is not going to uh, be typical given that uh, we're on a zoom call and our listeners <laughs> are listening uh, only to audio, but you're wearing a t-shirt today, which we also already talked about because it's cold, but you're a t-shirt guy. <laughs> yes. but who was on your t-shirt? Okay. So it is the logo of the awesome show. I'll let you see it. Yes. Okay, so it is the logo of the awesome show. It was actually a picture that me, myself, and my son took uh, on our way to Great Wolf Lodge. And oh, yeah. um, the picture was so iconic to me because it was just it was just a, a spur of the moment type thing. But the positions where we were actually looking, I always kept that picture because I, I liked it. We were both smiling, but it was like, okay, if I ever do something real big, uh, this would be the logo, and voila! <laughs> what do you know? I had the opportunity to have my own platform, and I'm like, "Yo, I need this picture." <laughs> and, and and it doesn't just signify just me and my son. What it signifies, I think, in my eyes, is the unity, that bond, that love that you can get in between of a father, a son, uh, an individual on the spectrum. Uh, uh, you know, of, of different people within the community. So it speaks a lot to me, um, not just, you know, just me and my son, Shane. All right. Well, thank you. I figured there was a story behind that and it is a very sweet picture. I love the image. And I think it's really cool that you adopted that for your work. Um, you. Let's go back in time a little bit. Cause how old is Shane today? Uh, Shane is 12 years old, 12 years old. He is a man child. He is huge. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so Shane is 12. So take us back to, um, I guess I'll just ask you the beginning of, of your story, however you want to start it and wherever you want to store it. But tell us, uh, tell us, you know, where, where it all began. Okay, so uh, first, before I go into my story, uh, the purpose behind Autism, show, the Awesome Show, excuse me, is to really speak towards men. I had a very, very, very difficult time coping with the word autism, uh, yet alone understanding that my son was diagnosed 
uh, with autism. I didn't know what that meant as a man, um, as a person within the colored community, the brown and black community. I didn't have anywhere to turn to, uh, yet alone for just anybody. I didn't know who to speak to when it comes down to this. I want to let you know before I go into my story that is nobody's fault. You will understand, hopefully, by the end of this uh, this message, this this interview, that this is a blessing and you need to use this to better yourself as a person. This is a God-given gift to you, okay? So going back, uh, I've always been a very, very hard worker. This has been instilled with me with my mom. And the reason behind this is that I myself has always have had something to prove. And when I go into this just a little bit tad deeper, when I was born, I was born with a medical condition called the AV fistula on my right leg, which is the abnormal growth of extra muscles and veins. I was missing the main vein that basically brings the blood circulation from your brain to your feet and back up. On the operating table, doctors asked my very young mother, hey, what do you want to do? She said, do the operation, save my son. They used a very, very special technique. I'll never forget this doctor's name, Dr. Allberger uh, from CHOP. I do believe, unfortunately, he deceased, but he is the one that did this surgery where he expanded one of the minor veins that were on the right-hand side of my leg to act as that main vein. So I am actually legally disabled. I say that. My mother fought fought for me, always told me that I was different, but never said, do not do anything that you wanted to do in life. I was laughed. I was gawked at. People used to stare, point at my leg. It was it was traumatizing. I, year, I, I lived with years not wanting to wear shorts, not wanting to be seen with my leg. Fast forward through life, trying to navigate certain things as far as being a young man growing up in this world. Um, I have a son. His name was Shane. He was born. Um, he was the most terrifying experience in my entire life. And most fathers will understand this. Most parents will understand this. When you're in charge of another life, it brings out either the best or the worst at you or even both at the same time. At that point in time, unfortunately, it brought out a little bit more of the worst in me. Um, what started to happen was I was so scared about how to raise this boy, this young man, into a man that was going to be better than me um, that, you know, I found solace in, in many different other forms, which will be going out, partying, overtaking myself and work, different things instead of actually being really a part of his life. So one day, me and his mother, uh, my, my, my ex-wife, which is his, his mother, um, one day we started to really notice some strange occurrences in Shane's behavior. This was around the age of three. Prior to that, he didn't show anything. He was happy, uh, acting like a normal child, quote unquote, let's put that, quote unquote, normal child, acting like a normal child, wanted to be rambunctious, go throw around, be newsy, always want to be into stuff. And then I remember uh, us purchasing him some trains, he used to actually line these trains up on a very fine line, which he used a radiator cover and our sun porch. And he will go back and forth and back and forth, which is current, uh, commonly known as stemming. It scared me. I didn't know what was wrong with my son. So I let it go the first time. Uh, 
couple of days later, I noticed him actually doing this again and again and again. And it got to a point where he did it so much. I, I and excuse me for lack of better terms, I thought he was possessed. I didn't know what was wrong with my son. So in that scare moment, in that vulnerable moment that I was in, as a father, as a man who was scared, I pushed my son, physically pushed my son to the ground to make him stop. And he became frantic. And it wasn't because of the violent nature that I did because I was scared. It was more so because the trains fell out of line and out of order. He quickly got up. He picked up the trains. He quickly put them back in order, exact same order, exact to the detail right on the side of the radiator. And he was perfectly fine. And he resumed back to stemming and stemming. I had to re- I had to recap. I had to go into another room. And I have to say that was physically the first time I cried for my son because it brought out the negative portion in me as a man. And I was scared because I knew something was wrong with my son, but I didn't know exactly what it was. So later on that evening, I told uh, his mother at that time, which was my wife, what had happened and said, we definitely need to get him looked at. You know, we have to get a, 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 a provider to look at him and see what's going on. So we both agreed. She also had some occurrences that she did not speak up about, but she, you know, put it on the back burner as in, oh, he'll grow out of that, or that's just something that babies do as often as us parents actually do. Um, So fast forward from that, we actually was uh, able to get an appointment at CHOP, which is here in uh, Philadelphia, very, very amazing, excellent uh, institution, uh, for early diagnosis and also care and treatments as well. I, I definitely do prefer that for any parent. Um, and, you know, uh, not to the fault of that physician at that time, that doctor, um, this is something that I think collectively we're working on as the community grows larger. Uh, we got that diagnosis, cold, straight to the point, hard facts. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Owens, I'm, I'm sorry, but your, your, your son has autism. And that was it. And uh, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'm going to explain to you why it hit me like a ton of bricks. I had a child that is now not considered normal by social norms. I had a child that will walk around for the rest of his life. I'm sure you're familiar with the book Scarlet Letter. We all read this back in school. My son now has the Scarlet Letter that is implemented on him for the rest of his life. I didn't know who to talk to. But what I immediately started doing, which is a no-no, and I stress this for all the men, especially for the men as the head of households, is never point your finger at each other. Also to the mothers, it's nobody's fault. It's not something that you want to look at, especially when you're coming immediately from an appointment. Me and his mother got in the car. Of course, she you know, started to cry. Uh, I didn't know how to console her. Because immediately when getting that, my defenses went up as a man saying that, oh, well, I have to be that rock. I have to be that strong person. Don't shed a tear. Don't show any emotion. But give her something that she could go off just showing her dad was here. And that was completely wrong, too. I needed to cry. But we'll get on to that later on down the line. And I just told her, I will be here for my son. I will always be here. And 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 just being transparent, quite frankly, I lied about that. I completely failed about that. And and fathers, it is very important that you be a man of your word. If you know that you have a child with special needs, whatever the case may be, you as the father and as the man must be there. 
at all costs. And one thing that I want to remind you is you never leave your home, your castle, your domain. You never leave that because once you leave that, you invite for anything negative to come about your situation, whatever it may be with your family. Even if it's a bad situation, there's always a couch. There's always a chair. There's always another room that you can sleep in. Never leave it until it is final. And final means that it's final. There's nothing more that you can actually scrape from this. But uh, Jamil, I have to interrupt you. I, yeah. I, I don't want to because I, you know, your <laughs> comes through and and you're uh, you know you're sharing some really really impactful stuff that I think our listeners are, are going to resonate with a lot of people. Um, but I do have to interrupt you because we're already halfway through our oh, time. Okay. And um, and I know that there's more that you want to get to and and okay. uh, so let's take a quick break and okay. when we come back. We will you can resume where you were. Or you can jump ahead a little bit more. Whatever you want to do. But but okay. you know thank you so far for for sharing all of it. Long winded there, but okay. Um, All right. This is one in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. Imagine a little lady who wouldn't give up her seat on the bus, a TV host who wanted to be your neighbor, or an inventor whose 10,000 failures didn't stop him. These vivid images all share the same caption, inspiration. These people just did their best and they inspire us. Now, what will you do to inspire others? Inspiration is in you. From PassItOn.com. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Welcome back to 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and today I'm talking with Jamil Owens, who is the host of the awesome show. That's A-U-S-O-M-E, of course, uh, and father, advocate, author, and... um, I don't want to take up more time, Jamil. I just want to let, for you to pick up where you were. You, you're sharing uh, a lot of passion that's, I think, born of a lot of experience. And you, you, uh, you've taken it, I think, upon yourself. It seems to me that your, to some degree, your mission in life, uh, at least at this time, is to really uh, have your experiences impact the lives of specifically fathers whose children are uh, being diagnosed uh, with autism. And and you certainly have a lot to share. So why don't you go ahead and pick up wherever you want to want to be. I'm definitely a little long winded here, but it, it, you're right. It's, it's, it's my purpose. It's, it's, it's a passion, but it's, it's, it's a purpose. You know, my God has showed me that this is my purpose. So I take this very, very seriously. Um, so uh, where, where I left off uh, so passionately, <laughs> uh, just, just speaking about the failures that I've obtained as a father saying that I'm being near, don't want the same for any other fathers or mothers out there, caretakers, just to give up. That that hopeless sense that we often see on our, our social media sites where there's the autism community, you often hear from individuals in your community that says, you know, autism won. It never wins. Don't give up. Family is first and most important, especially when you're dealing with autism or any child with special needs. It is the most important thing that you can actually have as far as tools on your tool belt. So going further, um, I messed up, found refuge and going out, hanging out with some of my boys, uh, uh, 
uh, philanderous, uh, you know, activities, things that I shouldn't have been doing for one as a married man, for two, as a father of a newborn and for three, uh, as as just the person that I, I wasn't. And I knew deep down inside I wasn't, but I didn't know how to cope with this. Um, you know, unfortunately, that led in a divorce uh, where there was a very, very uh, challenging time in the legal system um, as far as just making sure that I have, you know, custody rights and all this, this stuff. You know, I don't want to get too much into that, but we came out of it. And what I, I started to notice was the blessing that God has given me in the form of my son, Shane. So remember what I was saying is that I myself is are legally, you know, deemed disabled. So everything that I've been through in life, the pain, the suffering, the, the laughter, the, the amazement of people about who I was, like I was some type of cage, you know, specimen. Now my son was going to be faced with this one way or another. He was going to be faced with this. So what happened was I got tired. I got tired of just sitting back and allowing or seeing other people go through this and then allowing my son to start to go through life and process life under his umbrella, under his special eyes, with the possibility of actually having more ridicule or even so the same ridicule as me. So what I decided to do is I decided to speak up. The first thing that I actually did was a autism team, autism walk for Autism Speaks that I dedicated for my son. It was called Team Shane and Friends. I made a slogan. I produced shirts. I produced wristbands. And I was able to donate over $2,500 for the Autism Speaks Foundation. Now, this is one man, one father, nobody, blue collar worker, go to work every day, come home, but just was tired of everything that was going on with the help of some amazing people that just heard my story and said, yo, I want to be on board. Let me help you write up a, a, a donation a letter for companies. I had sponsors on the shirts. It was amazing. Then after I, I did that, learning more about my son and the blessing he was about love, about, uh, uh, you know, about integrity, about compassion. I said, I have to do more. So that's when I started to come up with the platform, the awesome show. And as you said, uh, awesome show, T H E A U S O M E S H O W. So on Instagram, Facebook as well. Uh, also podcast as well. Uh, Spotify, uh, you can listen to as well. Um, I wanted to give a platform where it was okay. It was okay for the average people. Now, this is something that I just came abrupt and I'm a little bit, I'm not gonna say upset, but I want people to hear me on this. We have companies, we have big organizations that speak for the autism community, such as Autism Speak. But what about the small people like myself? And this is the reason why I wanted to start this grassroots podcast, this, this, this place where people can be open about their emotions, specifically men, which I had a problem with opening up about autism, speaking out, finding that community, that connection where I can actually just be a person and not have to be what uh, society calls an alpha male when it comes down to anything that life throws them. I started out the show. Uh, the first person that was on my show happens to be the host of the Ben and Jay show, which I'm the co-host. 
we're, we're working with Access Services, a nonprofit in Eastern Pennsylvania. He was the first guest, shout out to Ben, and his father, Glenn, on my show. And Ben is a 22-year-old autistic and amazing person. I consider him my brother. And what he showed me by opening up my heart, this kid that was born from North Philly, that, you know, I obviously from the black and brown community, what he showed me is that autism has no color boundaries. It has no financial boundaries. It has no limitations on the love that's given. And what it reminded me was the love that God gives us. And we had that, me and Ben had that spiritual connection and it grew and it grew. So I said, yo, I must be on the right track. So I started to get moms on the show, started to get dads, people who never, ever thought they would talk about their son or daughter out in the open, but it was always to love on others, to give other people hope. I did that for, uh, back in 2016, I, it was a uh, online radio station in Philadelphia. I had the show on. And then uh, I met my now wife and I moved up to Hatfield. So I wasn't able to do it. Um, but when Ben approached me about the Ben and Jay show during COVID-19, I said, hey, it's time to bring the awesome show back. So we started on Instagram. And as you know, Instagram, using it as a platform is a very useful tool. Now, Zoom is, is definitely another useful tool. So now what I'm doing is just keeping the same momentum, opening up people's hearts, their minds, their eyes about autism, letting people know that they are not alone. But the most effective thing that I want people to understand, once again, the fathers, is that it is okay to cry. It is okay to be angry. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to have a million questions. It's okay to scream out why, but it is not okay to stay in that position and to think that you cannot change or help that child, your family, and yourself in your own strength. You have to get all of that out in order to progress yourself, but there is hope on the other side. And by being transparent and opening up with my stories and my situations, I hope that I can actually relay that onto other fathers, other mothers, other caretakers as well. So we could keep this community growing in love and we can show the world what these awesome individuals are. Wow. Uh, you know, like I'm just sitting back. I'm loving everything I'm hearing. This is great. Um, you know, I, I, I came up with this podcast idea years ago for Anderson. Um, really different story, but, um, but just hearing the fact that you are so focused on, on what you want people to get out of it and that you have a platform specifically for parents and even more specifically for fathers to come and tell their stories I, I, and, and, and have an outlet and have an opportunity to impact the lives of others. I just think that that's, these are all the things that, that make communities um, tight. And I was saying to somebody the other day that it, to somebody I work with that it's interesting um, the, the numbers are just, you know, growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. It's the name of my show. It keeps changing because the mm-hmm. diagnosis <laughs> the numbers exactly. keep changing. So it's one in 54. And if you think about it from one perspective, the, 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 the community is huge because it's everywhere, right? Yeah. There are no, not even, you know, uh, there's also no boundaries in terms of, you know, where you live and exactly. the world. Um, but when it also comes right down to it, the autism community is still small. Yes. And I think it's because of people who do things like you're doing and people who who see um, the opportunity to form connections mm-hmm. um, and, and talk to each other and find platforms for people who otherwise might not know that they can talk to anybody. Definitely. So I just want to, we have to close the show out. I want to give you a chance to once again, say, where can people find out more about you? I know you're an author. I know you're an advocate. Do you have a website? Do you want to shout out anything about where people can follow you? Um, once again, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram is the awesome show. Once again, T H E 
A-U-S-O-M-E-S-H-O-W. Um, you can type in my name, Jamil Owens, J-A-M-I-E-L-O-W-E-N-S. You'll see a, a lot of articles that I actually have uh, written. I've written three so far. I'm working on my fourth one right now and the possibility of a book, possibility. Uh, but more so, enough about me, once again, is always about loving on, uh, others as God has placed on my heart. I want you guys to know that I love you wholeheartedly, sincerely. I love you and I want nothing from the best from you. And you can do this. You are not defeated by autism. Autism does not define who you and most importantly, who that awesome child is. That child is a superhero in this lifetime, expressing the same attributes that God has done millions of years ago. And we need that more now than ever. So make that boy, that girl shine more than ever and make yourself a, a responsible person of that love. Give it out. Talk about it. Show it. So that's my message. That's that's right. the thing of that. And that's the message. Great message. I love give it out. Give out the love. Yes. Give out the love. Just give it out. <laughs> give it out. <laughs> There's so much of it. Um, Jamil Owens, I, I really appreciate you being on the show today. Um, yeah. it's, been, it's been really inspiring and wonderful to get to know you a little bit. And I just wish you all the best with your future endeavors. Um, I hope that people, you know, do go from this podcast to your podcast and take a listen. And, uh, and uh, you know, really best of luck. And, and thank you for sharing your positivity and your message with us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bless All you. right. All right. This is 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to 1 in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at the same time next week. 